Welcome to the Singapore Management University podcast series, which features the latest insights and perspectives from our faculty. Information security has become a paramount concern in today's digital age. As mobile computing evolves rapidly, both emerging opportunities and risks leave much room for exploration by security experts and exploitation by hackers. Not only do mobile devices and applications present a unique set of risks for an individual's privacy, but they also bring new security challenges to enterprise information systems. In view of the increasing importance of mobile computing security, a new Centre of Research Excellence funded by Singapore's National Research Foundation was established in February 2015 to develop efficient and scalable technologies and solutions that strengthen the security of mobile computing systems, applications and services. Called the Secure Mobile Centre, it comes under SMU's School of Information Systems and is headed by Centre Director Professor Robert Dung. The new centre will conduct R&D projects that target three key aspects of mobile computing. One, mobility. Two, connectivity. And three, extensibility. In this podcast, Professor Robert Dung shares with us the research projects currently undertaken at the centre, its partners and the key trends in cyber security. Professor, why is information security becoming such a hot topic today? Well, the information or data are critical to any organization and very important to the survival of uh, organization in today's digital economy. The openness of the computer platforms as well as the infrastructure of the Internet provides the essential flexibility to enable widespread sharing of information and adoption of many innovative e-business applications and models. The same quality of openness that propels Internet also provides opportunities for hackers, malicious individuals, and even terrorist organizations to create chaos. Despite efforts in recent years to add security components to computing systems, networks, and software, the act of hostile parties can propagate far and wide with damaging effects on a national or international scale. Uh, Cybercriminals are becoming more sophisticated and collaborative in every coming year. Most indicators and studies of the frequency, impact, scope, and cost of security incidents point to continuously increasing levels of and varieties of attacks. In fact, we are fighting an asymmetric war. Attack can be launched at anywhere. The hackers only need to sit behind a computer, and so he can attack a target in a different country. So it is difficult to trace. And also the, the propagation of the attacking techniques is easy. So you just need one person who has the skill to come out with the attacking software. The rest just use the software. 
And also, the, we know the principle of easiest penetration. An intruder can exploit any vulnerability to launch an attack. Only needs one vulnerability, he can succeed. The defender needs to control all possible vulnerabilities. So defending information systems against attack is really challenging. What are some of the research projects currently undertaken at the Secure Mobile Center? The importance of information security or cybersecurity in general was recognized when the School of Information Systems was set up. From day one, cybersecurity has been one of the strategic research directions in the school. The guiding principles of our research are creating impact by working on deep technology and keep pragmatic connections with the real world. The SMU established Secure Mobile Center in February 2015 with the funding from National Research Foundation. The center has 17 staff consisting of five professors and 12 other research staff working full-time on the projects. Currently, the center has four projects which are designed to achieve end-to-end -end security in mobile computing. The first project is to design a hardware-protected software component. So we call this component Trust Anchor. Trust Anchor provides a secure execution environment. So for example, it can prevent malware in accessing unauthorized information, such as secretly open a web camera to take a picture, or send a SMS without user's knowledge. The second project is on creating an antivirus-like software. This software is able to analyze, detect, and contain malware. So we investigate how the extensive connectivity, extensibility, and mobility of mobile devices and user behavior affect the ways in which mobile malware propagates. Mobile malware then needs to be detected as quickly and efficiently as possible. And once detected, the damage must be contained. The third project is about how to protect mobile data. Today, much of the data is in the cloud, that is, on the internet. And on the internet, when we store the data at the service providers, so we are essentially storing data at a third party, the third party we may not be able to trust. The best protection on data privacy in the cloud is to encrypt your data, such that everything uploaded to the cloud is already encrypted. An attacker might be able to compromise and access your account, but what he gets is garbage because of encryption.
The problem is, once you have encryption, how do you share your data with other users within the organization? The users must be able to decrypt your data. So in this project, we intend to have scalable access control and control who can decrypt my data stored in the cloud. Authentication is the, the first line of defense and is crucial to securing mobile computing systems and services. The final project involves creating secure and usable user authentication techniques for both local user authentication, that means you authenticate to your mobile device, and also remote user authentication across the internet. For example, you authenticate to your bank. And one of the objectives of this project is to make sure that biometric details such as face and, and fingerprints can be safely used by users to gain access to mobile devices or mobile internet services and in a secure manner. How do these projects benefit businesses, the policymakers, and the man in the street? Well, in a remarkable short time, mobile computing capability has become a fundamental feature in the lives of billions of people who have developed a reliance on smartphones and tablets compared to any previous computing technology. With the trend of bring your own device, the so-called BYOD, mobile devices are increasingly used to access and store sensitive corporate information as well. Moreover, mobile computing is expected to play an increasingly crucial role in everyday facet of a smart nation, from emergency response to critical infrastructure monitoring, to, from e-commerce to e-government services, from strengthening social networks to caring for an aging population. However, value and the risk are intervened not only do mobile devices and applications present a unique set of risks to personal privacy, they also pose new security challenges to enterprise information systems. The Secure Mobile Center aims to create novel technologies and solutions to secure different layers of mobile computing systems. These security technologies and solutions will take the unique characteristics of mobile computing into consideration, work in the presence of powerful adversaries, and at the same time be efficient and scalable. The center also trains high-quality cybersecurity professionals with strong technological expertise so as to efficiently mitigate and respond to attacks by hackers and cyber-terrorists. Share with us some of the private sector companies and government agencies with which the Center is partnering for these projects. The Center is conducting research and development with, for example, ST Electronics, 
which is a subsidiary of ST Engineering. We're also working with international digital security company like Gmetal, which makes the SIM card. And also Teleco, Starhub, and computer security firm McAfee Singapore, which is part of Intel Security Group. The center also collaborating with Singapore government agencies, such as the Infocom Development Authority, the Defense Science and Technology Agency, and Monetary Authority of Singapore to bridge research outcomes with practical needs. What do you see are some of the key trends in cybersecurity? One of the trends is shifting towards protection of data and applications rather than protecting at lower layers of the network because data is really important to the individuals and, and organization. It is estimated that more than 30% of data breach are due to insider attacks. So how to counter insider attack is very challenging. Attacks are not limited to internet and information systems. Today, everyday devices such as cars and refrigerators are embedded with computers. Every year, automakers install cars with more and more microprocessors. This hardware designed to keep cars from crashing or to keep drivers entertained could be exploited by criminals on attacking a drivers or causing traffic accidents. Security firm McAfee reported an incident where a disgruntled former employee at Texas car dealership used a remote car deactivation system to simultaneously shut off the engines of 100 cars. Researchers at University of California and University of Washington see that they have hit upon a cyber attack method that makes car theft nearly foolproof. Thieves could remotely cause expensive cars to report their location, then wirelessly send commands that bypass the car's security systems, unlock their doors, and start their engines. Priority is also being placed on protecting cyber physical systems. Cyber physical system, or CPS, is a system in which the cyber and the physical components are integrated at all scales and levels. It is a convergence of computation, communication, information, and control. In a CPS, physical and engineered subsystems operations are monitored, coordinated, controlled, and integrated by a computing and communication core. But attack on the cyber system may have serious impact on the physical systems or infrastructure. 
A famous example of attacking CPS is the Stuxnet worm. Stuxnet reportedly compromised Iranian programmable logical controllers, collecting information on industrial systems and causing the fast spinning central fluid to tear themselves apart in 2010. The rest of the big data and Internet of Things bring challenges in information security, privacy, safety, and trust. For instance, tiny items of data in aggregation can identify individuals, their lifestyle, their health conditions. So how to efficiently perform data mining while protecting individuals' privacy? How to design security and privacy solutions that meet the ultra-fast response time of streaming data in IoT applications? How to authenticate and enforce access control to the numerous objects or things which are embedded with low-cost electronics, software, and are interconnected with each other? These are just some of the questions the security research community are searching for answers. Thank you, Professor. Thank you. Thank you.